1: Happy holidays, disaster divas, whatever that holiday may be for you. We have really, I mean, it almost feels like a holiday special occasion kind of episode for you this time. Oh, by the way, it's me, Jordan Cruciola. And me, Amanda Smith. For once, Jordan forgot to do the intro and not Amanda. Ch- I did because- On the tally board. I am so, I'm so excited yeah. that we're finally doing this. We mentioned it on, I'm sure. If we haven't mentioned it specifically on an episode, we've been talking about it personally for- I don't know, shit, probably like a year now. Yeah. Um, The South Korean movie, Ashfall, which did have a limited theatrical run here in the United States, is finally, we noticed, on video, on demand. And so we are gathered here today to talk about the multi-tiered disaster film, Ashfall. You think it's just a volcano. You think it's just earthquakes. You're not quite right. There's more going on. It's
0: so good. I was so excited. It was here in Los Angeles. It was in like, I want to say Monrovia or somewhere, or um, Montebello. Some like inland Empire. Empire's thing. Yeah, it was it was in one theater and we did discuss going to it and I could not get my like I know I couldn't get my act together enough to be like I'm going to drive <laughs> an hour and a half to go see this film on the big screen and what a mistake I made. I will regret <laughs> that decision for the rest of my life.
1: You're right. It would have been really cool on a big screen. The
0: first, I mean, let's jump so uh, real quick just to give you a summary. Uh we are in South Korea. And mm-hmm. there is denuclearization is going to be happening. North Korea is going <laughs> to This denu- movie
1: has achieved denuclearization.
0: Yeah. We start with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> North Korea is going to denuke, uh, de- going to turn over their nukes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then disaster occurs. Um, Mount baekou which is a real volcano in, that it sits on the North Korea-Chinese border and has mm. not erupted since 900 AD, erupts. Mm. Um Set causing a massive earthquake and potentially even larger earthquake and then potentially even larger, more devastating disasters uh, mm. or eruptions. And it is up to a team of bomb diffusers yeah, to go to North Korea, mm-hmm. get the nukes, and then put them in mines underneath the volcano to basically puncture a hole in the side of the volcano and diffuse the volcano.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, just... A- In case you were wondering, uh, just because denuclearization has been arrived at a pact in this movie, that doesn't mean relations are sunny between North and South Korea. Um, South Korean soldiers infiltrating the country, crossing the DMZ to A, just be there, and B, steal nuclear material is still very much frowned upon between the two sides so of course there's like politics to consider amidst the fact that if if do goes up that's going to result in the entire korean peninsula pretty much being totally fucked in many ways um but if they get caught going over well then there's probably gonna be hell to pay and if there is a korean peninsula on the other side of this din- disaster denuclearization is probably going to be off the table and like worse so yeah. There's a, there's a lot to consider. And when you get going, you're like, okay, we're talking about denuclearization. Shit. All right. We're opening on our characters. We've got a woman getting a sonogram. We've got a dad who's really forgetful doing his bomb diffusing job who isn't showing up for the sonogram. We've got these people who we are investing in so quickly that you become certain they are going to die. Oh, my die. God. It was within the first three minutes, I was like, oh, no. This movie, yeah, I was so
0: braced emotionally this time. Versus, oh, yeah. Versus the other one that we had. What, what was the other? Um, was, that Pan, was it Pandora? Yeah. Was it Pandora? No, it was Pandora. because It was Pandora's box. Thank you. So yeah. versus Pandora, where I was not like I was not no, prepared we emotionally ready. for any of that. This no. one, I was fully prepared to just be devastated at every turn. And actually I yeah. think a second watch of this movie I will enjoy more because I won't have the <laughs> lingering not wound up by stress. Yeah, like the lingering panic <laughs> through the
1: whole movie of oh god who am I going to lose that I love so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's going to be, there's a newborn baby involved. Well, mom's probably going to die. Oh, there's, there's a new father here potentially. Well, obviously he's got to die. He doesn't know the change of
0: the baby. He's going to die. And he's like, and tearfully find out just as he's dying. Like that's what it has to be.
1: Everyone's going to die is what my, my, my fear was. I mean, considering Pandora ended with an extended monologue of a man snot crying into a video communique about how he didn't want to die but he knew he needed to die for his country as he is not only slowly being radiated to death but is about to blow himself up we really needed to go in with our eyes open it would only it would have been foolish for us not to go in with our eyes open but i will say you know not a spoiler but i will this this works a bit more like an American disaster. Well, oh, I mean, friends. we're gonna have to
0: spoil. We're, no, this is absolutely. So, guys, spoiler warning: this entire podcast is gonna be full of spoilers. You need to yeah. pause it right now. Rent yeah. or buy this on Amazon. Watch it and then come back to us because yeah, because it's worth it. It's worth going this, in. And living
1: the journey. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm just just to give it. This is getting five towering infernos from me, like unquestionably. <laughs> I had such a good time watching this. Just like jump right to the cut, right to the chase here. Yes, so go watch this film, then come back to us. Um, and while you're not I, while you're not listening to us, go rate and review us real quick. Yes,
1: um, and I, I do have to say, uh, this is a this is a fucking stacked cast. Uh, we have Lee Byung Hun who you might know if you've seen the movie Bittersweet Life, or if you saw, which is a tremendous thriller, or if you've saw, seen the excellent horror revenge film I Saw the Devil. It has um, Wu uh, uh, Ha, Ha who is uh was excellent in The Handmaiden, one of the greatest movies ever made should have won best picture the year it was the oscars it has my boyfriend ma dong siok who is has been compared in some southeast asian press outlets to being the south korean answer to the rock wait really he's oh yeah yeah he he that's like a sort of thing around him he's playing so against type i had no idea oh yeah yeah he's he's normally he's normally a heavy i mean he's a gangster he's a cop He's a man saving his wife. This is the first time I've seen him as a bookish type. Oh, my God. um, I had no idea. Uh, Yeah. So this is this is an incredible cast. And each of them is doing their job so well. And the framework is we have our bomb diffuser who is, you know, and this is, again, why we're worried he's going to die. It's his last day. He is about to be discharged from service. So you're like, well, obviously he's going to die. And he is, his pregnant wife is getting her sonogram. He's on the way to like go pick her up because he missed the appointment. While he's in his car, they see like a live broadcast on a a news channel that's being broadcast off like the side of a a media building in downtown. I don't know. I I didn't specify the city they were in. Not all the subtitles were coming. Yeah. So that's what's
0: tough is that I didn't know. One of the things that was difficult was that they did not. With even though it was subtitled, they did not translate the subtitled um, superimposed captions. Yeah, so with, like little
1: t- with gave like, little like title cards, name yeah, cards, name were, like, cards and like locations and times, yeah. those didn't translate over.
0: Yeah, so I don't. It was a. It is a city. I don't know which. I don't know which one they were in. But in yeah. his city, there there's like a little uh, screen, and they're you know to, to watch the news broadcast for this denuclearization, and then disaster strikes.
1: Yeah, we see the the like the cultural center of the nation literally collapse. These there are these, you know, it's like oh my god, there's an earthquake, there's an earthquake coming. It's huge. And then we see we essentially begin the movie with a 2012-esque sequence mm-hmm. of our bomb diffuser hero in Chang. Uh, out, running, out running the shockwaves as the city is crumbling around him and he's trying to get to his wife. And what we learn after that happens is that, oh fuck, Bekdu is it's cu- it's coming out of dormancy it's going up and there are four lava chambers underneath this mountain the first one has exploded and that is our opening explosion and then there are two smaller chambers below it and then a huge one at the very bottom and in succession these chambers are going to explode and cause further eruptions that are going to get worse and worse And they have to figure out a way to somehow diffuse the pressure of these magma chambers to lessen the explosions. And that is going to require sending our team of bomb diffusers into North Korea with the guidance of Professor South Korean, the Madang Siok, advising the South Korean government on how this plan has to happen and where exactly the bombs need to go, while also twist everybody. When they get to the other side, into the Korean Peninsula, they have to find a double agent who is in the North but has been working on behalf of the South but may have also flipped again and has possibly been working for the North again. He's in a prison they have to spring him, untrustworthy as he is, because the mind system underneath the volcano is so fucking complicated, as they tell us, even the people who work there get lost inside of them. And that guy knows the mind system. No, that system. guy doesn't know the mind system. That guy but knows that the guy-
0: knows where the that guy knows where the nukes are and how to access the he nukes. He knows where the nukes Sorry, are. He doesn't know the mind system until yes. he knows the mind system because he, he until a twist again.
1: Until he eats the map after he memorizing eats it. the map. He eats the map immediately upon being sprung from his cell yeah, and he, being able he to pick a pickpockets he pickpockets um the 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 leader
0: he yeah. pickpockets him and then steals the map memorizes it eats no. it comes back out mm-hmm. of the showers and like by the way insurance you need me now I ate
1: your map <laughs> I ate your map so good you guys this whole I am the only movie. person Who can get you through the mine chambers because I ate the map. And so once they have him, then it's like, all right, now that we've secured him, and yes, they do secure the nukes, we need to get across the peninsula once again to get to the volcano where we can deposit these things. But guess what? Along the way, the American military interferes. And then you know who also wants this bomb? China. So we are working. With so many people of conflicting agendas in this situation, and yet somehow it manages to stay orderly yeah. and reasonable, and just makes it all the more exciting. This movie keeps. This movie was so amazing
0: because of the fact that they had so many plates spinning, but you didn't. Oh my
1: god! You didn't
0: at any point go, but what about? And that was mm-hmm. amazing because, like, a lot of the time with the, with movies when they're like trying to be ambitious, really they got true. a lot of different parts going. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. but what about that other like? I realized when, so, okay, just, so we have this amazing 2012 at style car action sequence at, yeah. At minute eight of the movie, it ends. (laughs) You guys, this isn't even like, this is the opening of the movie is a probably five minute car chase Mm outrunning. It is spectacular.
1: A chase, a chase. It is a A, disaster chase on a classic Where he is
0: being outrun, where Inchang is being outrun by, or is outrunning. Yeah. He at one point drives up a truck that is being pulled down into the depths of the earth. <laughs> yeah, he, tries he uses up it, it and uses it yeah, as it, a catapult. it becomes a ramp. It's, yeah, it becomes a ramp over disaster. It is amazing. Um he is outrunning every everything you could imagine. It's spectacular. <laughs> and like honestly kind of feels and I'm not just saying like because the because the obviously the CGI on it is is much better than 2012 because we're dealing with gosh it, it's know, very good yeah it's a fantastic but it's also really good even for 2019 in terms of how well they were able to make it feel mm-hmm. not rubbery um, mm-hmm. it did not feel rubbery it did You're not right. feel rubbery it was really impressive but even beyond that just because of the way that he, they managed because he's going he's weaving in and out of oncoming traffic all these different things you know when we go back to uh, 2012. He was, for the most part, still obeying the laws of the road. Yeah, he was he actually, was actually yeah. still obeying the laws That's of the true. road. And so there was something very restrained to me about the 2012 car chase sequence. Yeah. That this didn't,
1: this one I was it, like, Incheon levels it in- up immediately by crossing that median and driving full fucking speed into oncoming yeah. traffic Itching immediately is just like fuck
0: literally everybody else i have to get to my pregnant wife who he does uh-huh. not know this is in an elevator because the last yeah. time that we see her she's getting into an elevator and i was like oh my god they're gonna kill the wife in an elevator exactly i was like, I was I was like sure. in the first five minutes the wife's gonna die in sure. an elevator oh god the baby <clears throat> is gonna be raised inside of a broken down elevator this is yeah. horrible. You know,
1: a, like, a laid to waste major city. Yeah, and
0: then like the baby will emerge seven years later, will be the end title. <laughs> um, but so, and he just immediately is like, fuck everyone else in the city. Yeah. I need to get to my wife. And, you know, in terms of like the reality of it, I was 100% on board because I, I fully believed that Inchung would at that moment be like, I can't do anything else, but I sure can tactically drive. Because what we've yeah, learned he really can. we learned, really, really could. Because we've learned, like this, isn't just the first appointment he's missed. He does not yeah. know that the doctor is a woman.
1: No, he, ex- he very has not good been point. to
0: a single appointment. No, and so, yeah, yeah, I fully believe that he would be like, I can't, I can't undo it, but I can get there right this very second through yeah. extensive tactical driving. And he does. Yeah, this is not the first time he's broken
1: traffic laws. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so it was, it was pretty great. Um, And the fact that that only happens in the first eight minutes and then we get until minute 50, we don't get another
1: disaster. But it feels the entire time. You do not notice it. Yeah. That's the thing. You do not. It feels like the earth might as well have been shaking the entire time. I was so stunned when that happened,
0: when the second, when the second eruption happens. I was like, oh my God, Mm. we have gone this long. I didn't even, Mm. I had not forgotten that the volcano was a threat. But I mm-hmm. had forgotten that we hadn't had active threats from the volcano, if that makes and sense. And
1: then, and we always, you know, you never want to not show. A, like, you never want to show too little volcano because volcanoes are so awesome looking. I, of course, would love to just watch an hour of a volcano erupting, but when we do get to see the volcanic eruptions, they look so good. Oh, they're so, yeah. The volcano looks so cool. It looks in this like movie. it's Mount
0: Doom. It's just, they were just like, well, yeah. we still have the footage of Mount Doom, right? Let's just put
1: that in yeah. there. It, it is very, it's like mythical levels of eruption. Yeah.
0: Which is really fitting because this is, so this is a real. This is a real mountain. This is a real volcano yes. mm-hmm. um, that has extreme, has a ton of historic and mythical qualities within mm-hmm. um, the Korean Peninsula kind of lore. So this this is perfect. This is this is beyond just this is if we consider yeah. Yellowstone like also. A place where you know, occasionally the gods came out of
1: or something like. This, yeah, if we, oh, yeah, yeah it'd be like, like a, a conduit. Yeah. If it was like a conduit to to something divine. Yeah, this is
0: I'm, like that was just like a, a, a sort of large scale uh, thing. But yeah, just if this is some has some sort of, I mean, it is if this had some sort of a large mythical significance in our history yeah. beyond just being a threat. And so yeah. that's what's amazing about it, and that's why it, it sort of. I imagine does has even more significance. If you are in Korea where you you're seeing this thing that we see it in the first, in the opening and the opening moment is a glamor shot of it. Advertising for travel
1: posters. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and it, as far as like, I a thing I really liked about the believability of this movie is that because when they send in the team of bomb diffusers, they send them, there are two planes that are going to go over North Korea yeah. and they're going to parachute in. Well, the, the, plane filled with, the the transport plane filled with soldiers, the engines get destroyed by the ash in the air, and it goes down and, excuse me, explodes, and there are no survivors. So that means you just have a bunch of bomb diffusers who are military trained, but, like, they haven't been in basic in years. And they're, like, they don't see field time. These aren't people who carry weapons. So they are properly awkward and weird about like this reconnaissance mission that they're on, this this clandestine mission that they're on, pretty much the entire time. Until it like kicks in and they end up in a firefight with like mysterious like american soldiers and they're like what's going on well then they throw live ammunition in their guns instead of rubber bullets which they had been using because this is supposed to be a non-lethal operation until that moment where their kind of combat training has to kick in and they have to become soldiers they are like really bumbling at points and they're not very organized and in chang is not a military leader but he's like trying to be a leader of some kind and jun pyong uh the the double agent he's giving him shit for being such a spineless leader and i liked that they carried that aspect through without it being like they didn't make it into like a slapstick but there was enough comedy that came from it that it added just a nice texture to the movie and it felt really believable that these guys would be super fucking overwhelmed by their mission
0: yeah this was no this was so funny the fact that these guys when so they they, these guys are all obviously they're there's the alpha team goes down and they're the Delta team. And the fact that yes. even that's their designation is Delta team. It's just like, yep, that's, you know, okay. That's where <laughs> y'all stand. Um, <laughs> and these guys are just so clearly the goofy ragtag team and you immediately yeah. love them. And when they come into the cell, they're, you know, they're, <laughs> they're <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just laughing, thinking about it, but there's a great cut where They're all like, oh, my God, they have to go in and get him from um, from the prison, get the the devil agent from the prison. And they've just been given these orders and found out that they're the team that has to do it now. They've been given the orders from the commander over the over the walkie (laughs)
1: who keeps calling in Chang like a fucking idiot. He's God, you idiot. Like every time he has a question.
0: And because every time he has Incheng has a question, he's like, "Um, so wait, what? There's no like he's he does not snap into any sort of disaster no. hero mode. He is absolutely just a dude who thought he was going to be retiring and instead yeah. no has to do this. Um, yeah. What we learn who has what we learn in the opening sequence from his buddy is probably the safest job in the entire Korean military <laughs> because they're diffusing Bombs that never exploded, which basically yeah. means these are dead bombs that are never going to explode. So they're doing right. the most futile work, which is great. Like I love that that is what we learn about him initially, and then he goes into the most politically charged, potential dang- potentially dangerous situation possible. Um, and so, anyway, so he when when he's like, what they're all they there, like we have to go into this prison. What we're just going to walk right in there, and then they cut mm-hmm. to this shot of the pe- the prison wall has been taken down people are running yes. out and so yeah, soldiers are
1: just fleeing the, the soldiers are straight up fleeing and one
0: of them says well yeah looks like we can walk right in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, yeah and like and this is kind of the whole vibe of this movie is that they're like oh my god wait we have to do this thing and then it's like actually yeah we have to do this thing and yeah. it works because this is very much, you feel the whole time. Like these are average people who have to go and do this un- amazing thing, but they
1: never do something super human.
0: It's, it, it so, it, it's such a fine line to walk and it's so impressive that they do it.
1: And it makes it it makes it all the more satisfying that when they finally get to the facility holding uh, the nukes that they they then they are in their element yeah. and they really snap into action and they've got their radioactive protection protective suits on and each of them is fanning out. They are running to the bombs. They are taking they are dismantling the warheads to put the uranium cords and the detonator that they have to get down to the mine shaft. And when you see them get get to be like very confident, very competent and very efficient, that was like a nice little like, oh, yeah, that's right these guys like aren't the keystone fucking cops like they just are doing they're not doing their job and then so when you see them getting to do their thing i think it added that texture too of feeling like all right guys and now you're really gonna know what you're doing you're on the ball you are pros and so that too felt like it was a nice bit of like adjustment to not just have them be kind of like a rag like you said a ragtag gang the whole time yeah. Be like oh yeah this is the reason they sent you guys in it was very satisfying to me. that's a really good point yeah cuz i hadn't thought about that
0: aspect and it was kind of like it was the moment weirdly enough them dismantling the nukes is the moment where you're able to, like, take a deep breath, catch up with the movie. Yeah, which is yeah, the, insane the thing to say. They're like, oh, dismantling the nukes is nukes was probably the least tense part of the movie until the earthquakes, <laughs> until the second eruption happens. But, like, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. We're just in there now. You've got the spy is, is handcuffed, so he's not getting up to anything. Everyone's yeah. just relaxing for a moment while dealing with the uranium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while dealing with six huge... Because as they... I think it's, like... The, the amount they're of kilotons. They're,
1: inter, they're, yeah. intercon- they're intercontinental ballistic missiles. So they're huge. And the things. amount of kilotons that they can deliver. like Because, of course, there's the – I thought this was an interesting thing, too. Like, at the start, when, when of course, they arrive at the um, answer, which is we have to blow something up because this is a disaster yeah. movie. So when they arrive at the conclusion, like, okay, well, our only shot – because, of course, our hero uh, geologist – uh Madong character who is um, an American citizen and he's been working in Korea and his name he goes by Roger. He goes by, oh, he goes Robert, by Roger Robert, but- in- Robert. He goes by Robert back in the States. Um in Korea, he's um Bong, Bong Ray Kang. But he goes, it's, it, he just, you know, is repeatedly having to remind people like Robert, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm Robert, thank you. Um, when Robert gets picked up at the university, they're like, we're sorry that we ignored you. obviously your years long research that you've been doing on this because it's always years long research. And of course, he had warned them ahead of time that something like this was going to happen. So when the worst does go down, he's about ready to leave for the States. He's about ready to leave Korea. And they're like, but we need your help because you're the only person who's talked about this and you were right and we're sorry. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll go. Very reluctantly. When they realize, all right, we have to blow up one of these mine shafts to release pressure, pressure from the biggest magma chamber at the bottom. Um, I was going somewhere okay. <laughs> with this point. They're, so they they realize that they need basically the amount of like six nukes yes. essentially to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They need, a, they need that. That's what I was, It was It's an ungodly amount of nuclear power. And so it's, well, you know, we have to do this explosion. And then he tells this room of like, obviously, like, sort of like the joint security, the j- joint security chiefs equivalent, essentially, in, in South Korea. And he's like, um, I, I would advise like nuclear fusion. And then everybody gets all like, oh, my God, you can't be serious. And the only reason that that stuck with me is because like, I was trying to think of American movies where that exact scenario happens because yes. it does. They don't. They like like, lose their shit. No, they're like, well, okay, like they're they're concerned about timing. They're concerned about can we get it done in time? Is this even possible? But everybody is like, this is insane! Nuclear bombs, and they're reacting. I feel like with a commensurate commensurate amount of panic to the idea of blowing up nukes inside of a giant mountain on their peninsula. Whereas I, I, I just I feel quite sure in my bones that whenever I've seen that happen in American disaster, it does not happen. No one's like, unnukes, that's unconscionable. You can't be serious, man. They're like, you're crazy, this won't work, but they're not like, this is unacceptable. And everybody in that room almost was like, this is unacceptable, but they have no other choice. So the reason that
0: I know that this hasn't been in another movie like that is because I had the same exact <laughs> moment where they all reacted like that. And I was like, this would not be in an American movie. No. The only thing, no. especially because keep in mind, this is so this volcano is in the top of North Korea. Um, it is, as we see, it is mostly surrounded by, like, mines and things like that. Um, North Korea's already pretty fucked, uh, at that point. Everything we've seen, every... All of North Korea is basically covered in like a light layer of ash and devastated. Cities
1: are destroyed. The northern part of the peninsula is in even worse shape. So
0: the only thing that in an American movie, the only time we see anything like that is when they're like, we can't detonate a bomb like that in a major American city. That's the only time is when you'll see it when there's the threat of we can't do this in this city. But no one's ever like, what are you talking about? Unleashing a nuclear bomb? (laughs) Absolutely not.
1: We cannot yeah. do this. You have to think of something else. Yeah,
0: and everybody in that room react like the entire room <laughs> yeah. erupts with grown men, basically yeah. yelling, "What the fuck? No!" And it's fantastic. yeah, fantastic. <laughs> it's quite special. And meanwhile, poor Robert. Because okay, so this is sh- it was shocking to find out that he's like that. This actor is the is the South Korean rock kind of type. Yes, because he is um untouched shirt glasses bumbling yeah. like he is the adorable he she has his in. neck
1: pillow on him yeah. as he's gathering his
0: suitcase he's to preparing his to travel he is a just yeah. adorable i I fell in love with him immediately and was therefore terrified oh, yeah. that he was gonna be sent on the mission
1: um he's so lovable. he's just
0: so lovable he just he's like this big teddy bear of a geology nerd who just is like <laughs> yeah. no no one listened to me and I'm in my ill-fitting suit jacket and I'm just gonna go yeah. now and yeah. um his nickname was apparently professor hot air after he turned in this research paper um yeah, that was like beware this is exactly what's gonna happen with this volcano yeah. so uh, I was genuine. So he's just staying there like watching, looking increasingly sick, like he's like he just asked out the girl to prom and was rejected yeah. in front of everyone. Like he just looks so mortified that he's being laughed at again. And my heart just broke for him in that moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I just want to be like, no, it's okay. It's okay, buddy. You were right. And then of course they go along with it. Cause they're like, the pre- the president is like, I only had a 3% popularity rating when I first ran for president. Right, right. So we should definitely do this. And I'm like, cool. You know what? That's as good a reason as any. To blow up a nuke at this point, why not?
1: Um, I did feel like another another strongly realistic uh, point of this I felt was when the American military does arrive and has a very strong vested interest in what's happening because we are the United States and we do our thing. And we have like an ally, we have like an ally pact with, with South Korea and we have our contentious relationship with North Korea. And obviously things are also dicey with China. And so of course, when the, like the South Koreans are doing what they need to do to save the fucking peninsula and literally like everybody on it. Like they're, that is their job. Like we need to save the people in this peninsula and the Americans show up and they're like, well, no, you can't take that nuke you can't take that nuke because that's going to fucking piss off North Korea. Like you need to remand these to our custody. We march in there. Oh my God. And we're like, this is what you need to do in this situation. This is not our home. These, this is not our economy or our population, but we are going to be like, Hey, you need to calm the fuck down right now because the United States military has showed up here to tell you what, what's what. And I was like, Nobody was like, oh, nobody was like a blustery cowboy about it. It was like all very like buttoned down and official, but it felt very, I was like, God, yeah, in this situation, we would show up in fatigues and be like, excuse me, little lady, can you hand that nuclear missile over to us before you poke your eye out kind of thing? Like it was very appropriately, oh shit. <laughs> like here we are. Yeah. So And there is, there is an incredible moment when the woman who comes to persuade um, Robert to come help with the the um nuke heist operation when she comes to pick him up and be like you need to help the government please i'm begging you she's, she's like he's he he wants to leave at a certain point he's like i'm not i don't need to do this i've done all i can i'm getting out of here i have to go home i'm i don't even live here i live in america this is crazy and she's like i would do anything to save this country i would even ask an american citizen for help <laughs> and I, I was like that's a fair statement of anger in this moment yes. yes it was yeah so there's this
0: i mean like the movie is the movie goes through so many different genres and at one point so they have recovered the nuke the the uh, uranium in the new heist, heist portion of, heist of the movie in the movie they've recovered the uranium um and at this point the the spy has almost left them and then gets a yeah. the call that's like hey from his connection to be like hey so what we need from you, and we can give you your daughter who is in the like in, up in North Korea at the right by the volcano. We can get you yeah. And this your is daughter. this is
1: the Ch- his Chinese his Chinese connect. They're like no no no. We want the nukes, and we can get you and your daughter out of the country. So if you if do if this, you deal. Get,
0: if you get the nuke and you get a guy yeah. who can defuse it, and so now he's got to turn he turns back around, he shows back up to the the rest of the the team, and he's like, hey guys, thought I left you? Nope, joke's on you. They get mm-hmm. out. Everyone thinks that it, you think it's we fine and then all of a sudden they are under live fire from a mysterious assailant and they don't know who and the reveal that it is americans because you it's like they, they're suddenly like these super
1: soldiers they have heat seat they have heat seeking yeah, they have like thermal tech because thermal it's smoky it's hazy yet they're still finding because and they're like this isn't north korea this is too advanced yeah who are these fucking guys
0: and so they're like these super soldiers who are just taking out this team that we now love like we love our, yeah we love we love our bomb diffusers. personalities i love min who's the only woman and she's just <laughs> yeah. i want like the thing about this movie is that i wanted a side movie about every single character <laughs> um, I want Min. I want Min to have her own action series. Like the, was, the
1: fuck up who shoots a rubber bullet round in the in the, in the oh, truck. I
0: loved him, um, Owl. I loved him. So Owl, yeah. Anyway, so he, so they are all getting taken out suddenly, and you're just terrified for them. And then they take down. They get permission to use actual ammo. They take down a soldier. They flip over the. You flip over the soldier. You see the the army fatigues, and you hear English over the walkie. Yeah, and you're like, oh
1: no, it was such oh, a great we
0: are. fucking reveal of, oh my yeah. God, the mysterious super soldiers are Americans. And it was, I got like, it was so,
1: yeah. I really face palmed. I really face palmed really in that moment. I was like, oh no, there we are. Shit. I
0: loved it. I loved everything. I loved every use of the way that they used Americans. I like you said, like, this patronizing, shitty behavior. The fact that are yeah. like, we'll make sure, you know, we'll honor our pact and make sure that your citizens are safe. When in fact, yeah. Like, you know and like basically they're saying like well if you're if the peninsula is destroyed you guys can all come to america when meanwhile we see as people are loading onto the boats so meanwhile um Incheng's wife yes um who is the pregnant wife she is um in line she has she, she has,
1: gone, has allegedly she, has gone she has special travel. travel and she is yeah, oh, yeah. she has a special travel dispensation because she is in Chang's wife and they're like listen we'll get her, you yeah. need to you need to do this you need to take this action you need to go up to North Korea because that's the way your wife's getting on this boat and it's basically any like people who are given these dispensation papers there's there's you know been some pact has been made you will get immediately like patriated into the United States yeah and like, so
0: anyway so they're she's getting lo- she after she survives the tsunami ends up getting finally getting on a bridge she's on a
1: bridge she gets a cell phone alert the dam has broken you're like oh fuck i thought that meant the bridge she was on No, no no she looks to her left out of her driver's side window and there is a wave coming at this bridge and she is wedged into her car which honestly probably saved her life and this thing is about to take her and that fucking bridge yeah so the next time we see her she's just in the middle of the water having survived and i was just like wait yeah thank god going back to that's a
0: whole other movie i wanted to see was just like yeah that that wasn't believable i don't that wasn't believable but i believed i didn't care i was so relieved but i really like i just every time that we saw her on screen i was like oh no is this when she dies and then she doesn't die and i also she's a lovely disaster wife like she's she's a great so great because she's never like She's clearly disappointed and frustrated with her husband many, many yeah. times, but she's never, <laughs> like, she, she, the entire time, I've never, like, I don't I, understand why saving yeah. the
1: world is more important. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's never, you get a real sense of the love and affection she has for him and the fact that she's just like, fuck, this is who you are. Like, you just yeah. don't remember to go to your appointments, and I wish you would use Siri occasionally, but you don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so she's just, she's lovely and just, you really are rooting for her. But yeah, so she ends up, she's <laughs> finally, she's with Robert, at the mm-hmm. boat and Robert goes through and then she shows her papers and they're like, no ma'am, American citizens are loading first. We'll get to you. Yeah. next." They have, they
1: have Americans. American citizens have first priority and Korean citizens will like wait in this holding pen over here. And then we'll get to you after all of our Americans are on this boat. Which and it
0: is exactly that, the way that shit works. And it's fucked
1: up. And the fact that it then meanwhile, sucks.
0: this like, army commander is standing saying to the president of Korea of South Korea um yeah no we'll take care of you don't you worry yeah and it's be like no you fucking aren't like we're seeing actively that you are actively not doing that so the whole time i was like oh my god they i i i was like this is the probably truest version of how Little trust other countries have for us, and I I fully respect that and understand why well, that. Was-
1: and there was two. There was two. The like as 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 the wife is is coming up to the 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 port where she's like checking in with the soldier, and he tells her like, "Oh, American citizens have priority, ma'am." Um, there's also a protest yes. happening around there where there are there are Korean citizens shouting like equal rights for everybody, because obviously it's like a tiered system of priority of who gets it, you know, of who gets the lifeboats on the Titanic kind of situation. Yes. And that that was a in a movie that does a that that is obviously having its, you know, its sociopolitical awareness and is looping in various like regional concerns and conflicts into it. That was like they that was like the the one moment where it got really like dark and sad in like a very this is real and this is like how this dystopian fucked up gradation of humanity works and it was a very well-played moment of like oh yeah like this is oh yeah all of these this is a this is a disaster movie as a reflection of our very real and present societal concerns as disaster movies often do and it really pulls it home in that moment and it's really upsetting yeah It's a very upsetting brief sequence.
0: So, you know, it reminded me... So, in an American movie, the analogy for that would either be, one, the American government, but most likely, it would actually probably... It would be a very specific subset of the American government. It would be the Oliver Oliver Platt character... Yeah, it would be a very 2012 yeah. the very
1: 2012 mode.
0: It would be like there's an evil faction of this government that happens to believe these things, but then there's the good side of the government that believes all the that believes everyone is equal. Or, yeah, or more likely in a lot of these movies, it would end up being some sort of a corporate entity who is really in an American right. movie, it would be the corporate entity. We love who, a corporate villain, yeah, yeah, who is like, well, we actually designed the ships to only be able to fit 75 people instead of 100,000 yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why would you? you do that capitalism my friend like that would be that dynamic and so it was so interesting to see in like that flip of it becoming the entirety of the American government and that and also and then of course also to a degree China because America's concern isn't even America's concern isn't so much whether or not it's going to piss off North Korea. America's concern is you can't have those nukes because they're North Korea's nukes and that will make China angry because America still cares about, because America's concern is what's going to
1: happen with our relationship with China. Yeah. And they're very much, like you said, it's a, you know, oh, don't worry, we got your back. Like but- you guys can come into the states and also we'll help you rebuild. But the idea, like, hey, don't worry, we'll we'll back you for rebuilding. But the idea of the destruction itself is the second actually is the is the lower tier priority. Yeah, there's so, like, what are you so upset about? We'll help you build back. And it's like after everyone's dead. Yeah. Like
0: Yeah. And like, and meanwhile, you guys are over on your entirely different continent where this will not affect you and you do not have concerns. Yeah. And we are just abstract players in mm-hmm. our sort of geopolitical games. It's really, it, it's, it's a really dark aspect to it that feels super fucking smart. Uh, mm-hmm. for this movie like i it, it really like as we're dealing with this sort of giant catastrophic world-ending disaster to also have this very <laughs> thing that obviously like i it must be a concern i imagine if you're not in america that is a fear of just like well while well, america's gonna just step over like just step over oh, bear yeah. there if it's in their interest politically and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah that would be a thing so the fact that this is sort of not just an undercurrent but a very major part of the second act and like the threat of the second act is so well, and, interesting
1: and so smart. And when we get into the third act, there's the very, it's very well done. It's the very literal moment. So an important thing to know about uh, Lee Junpyeong, is, the who's the spy? Who's the double agent? He, his whole animating force, he's like an asshole of a guy, but his whole animating force is: I need to get my daughter, I need to do this deal with China, they're gonna get us out of here. So he's going to like the the volcanoed-out city where his daughter has been staying with um his former brother-in-law because his ex-wife is a junkie, so she like turned over care of their child to her family. And so he goes to find her. It becomes the sort of like long extended rescue operation. The the bomb diffusers, they have the bomb. Mind you, let's just pause to recognize for a moment that there is an extended sequence in this where the American military is chasing down our bomb diffusers and our bomb diffusers are driving a bus. And it ends up on a bridge where the bomb diffuser bus is running from both... The American military and a collapsing bridge because there's been another earthquake, and the uranium, the detonator is gonna fall out of the back of the bus, but it lands in a shopping in a cart. cart. They were moving it in the shopping cart. It, they were moving it in the, in the shopping cart. So we get and we it get this cart. Yeah, we get this
0: great sequence. So there's this like side. So within the heist movie, there's then a buddy road comedy. Yes, between In Chang and and Jun Pyong.
1: Where where this is probably, yeah where, where Jun Kyung's like I am getting this to China yeah. and In Chang's like I need to get this under the volcano and 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 In Chang is is handcuffed to the bomb def- to the
0: diffuser and yes. then um are suddenly and then they're like in the they and then he manages to get out of the handcuffs and then they're driving and they're fighting while driving and then they end up in where the car crashes and then In Chang is now has to pull an ox cart with, yeah bomb diffuser and Jun Pyeong is just hanging out in the back of it and they end up in this like small town they're scrounging around a, a grocery store looking for food the Americans have tracked them and then all <laughs> of a sudden just when you think and they're like we're going to slowly push the bomb diffuser in a shopping cart and try to escape and just when the Americans catch them Min drives through the wall with a fucking bus and it's amazing
1: Bus And they load the shopping cart on the bus yes! and, and when they reach the bridge, they're fleeing across it. The back of the bus gets cut off because one of the suspension wires on the bridge gets free and it whips down, slices a chunk of the back of the bus off. Shopping cart rolls out, leaving Leaving our diffuser and our spy to hold the shopping cart out the back of a speeding bus while it's doing, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. Just holding on to it while evasive driving maneuvers are being taken and keeping a death grip on a shopping cart that is hanging off the back of this bus like a trailer. So I with just want to introduce nuclear
0: that. bombs worth of uranium in it. It's yeah. Yeah,
1: with spectacular. spectacular. Mixed uranium cores inside. So that happens. But then, like, this all builds up to the point where, like, finally all of our parties are going to come together in one place. Uh, Junpyong has arrived at the city where his daughter is. It's a really rough reunion. It's not going well. Well, then suddenly the Chinese faction shows up and they're like, where's our fucking bomb? And he's like, well, I don't have it right now, but the thing is, and then they shoot him. And then while they're giving Jun Pyong the third degree about you broke our deal, the American military shows up and starts shooting at the Chinese. And so there's a firefight there. And then in the stolen, well, not stolen in the borrowed taxi sedan that our diffusers have ended up in with the uranium detonator sticking out the trunk (laughs) they fly into the scene into the middle of everyone because they know exactly what cargo they have on board and suddenly everybody's like stop fucking shooting like don't shoot the uranium detonator and then in chang gets out of the car And you have literally South Korea standing in between China and the United States in a fight over a nuclear weapon. (laughs) Yes. You have a geopolitical environmental disaster with South Korea standing literally in the middle of two armed factions, the Americans and the Chinese. And he is shouting at them to fucking stop it. And he he has he has generated a little insurance policy of his own. He's activated the uranium detonator. And he's like, it's the, it's going now. What are you going to take it, China? You going to take it, China, because this shit's going off in like an hour and a half. You want it? You want it? Because it's just going to blow up. So the Chinese know they can't take it because this thing's going to go off. The Americans are like, well, fuck, it's going to go off now. We've got to retreat and get out of here. And so, because they, the reason they had to, in in addition to humanity, the reason our diffusers had to whip around on their course, because they were headed for the mines, they get a last minute update from HQ that's like, okay, we've revised our detonation plan, and for a higher probability of success, you're not going to go to mine nine, you're going to go to mine seven. And that means, oh Jesus, the hand-drawn map that the spy gave them to get through the mines doesn't count anymore. So they need to go back and get the map, which is the spy because he ate it and he memorized the map before he did. So they end up in the middle of this. They're like, we're taking this fucking guy with us. We need your help. And it ends up back to our buddy road movie, our spy and our bomb diffuser set off for the volcano, which is spewing lava bombs like crazy, as everybody else departs and gets to safety and takes Pyong's Pyeong's uh, daughter with them to, to, to safety. And they're going to do it. These two guys, they're going to give it all for the Korean Peninsula and their families. And they are driving, this time they're driving into the disaster. Yeah.
0: And again, that is the moment that we finally get to, they're driving this little taxi and again, evasive driving through volcanic bombs. So much. Wow. Volcanic bombs, just entire rock faces crumbling as they are approaching Mount fucking
1: Doom yeah they are driving it they're driving through a canyon of stone that truly looks like something like it looks like the the crevasse in the movie labyrinth it's just i mean it, in, in the movie um in the the movie ne- never ending story where it's between the two like great huge walls of stone and they are driving through that son of a bitch into the underground,
0: yes, it's just fantastic. and they get there and they get to the they get to the mines and then the two of them and again, the two of them are just shoving like just they all that they can do is just shove this giant diffuser which by the way it's in a mine real fucking durable i was so impressed with the oh durability like, that thing is made in an otter box i was like yeah it was okay
1: man yeah cool they honestly probably could have shot that thing and it and might have okay.
0: happened like it no absolutely nothing would have happened but i was i i still every time that anything happened with it i was very concerned for it um, but then they get into the mine shaft, and when they get into the mine shaft, and everything and again the generator doesn't work, and they can't get the thing and they can't get down to the mine they
1: need to get to. And yeah, they're going, they're trudging, they he it, 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 Jun Pyong knows the way, and then suddenly the shaft collapses, and they're right back where they started from at the mouth of the ta- at the mouth of the tunnels.
0: And and Jun Pyong finally they're like, Okay, we're gonna take this, we're gonna go with ropes, we're gonna go down into the Bottom of this of this mine, and we're gonna get to the spot. And this is, mm-hmm. and we're not coming back out. And they've both we're not
1: coming back out. We're coming there's back like, out. There's like 20 minutes on this timer at this yeah. point.
0: And June pyong who has wanted this whole time to know how a a, a soap opera ended. Oh yeah, <laughs> Wait, Damo, I think it's called. Yeah. yeah, the soap opera from that ended that he was watching when he got when he finally went to jail. And it's been this like running gag about it. Um, and he's like, how does it end? and inchang finally and inchang tells him um and yeah he's like everybody, everybody died. died my wife told me she loved that yeah, show everybody died and he's just like okay that's a good ending and i'm like well he goes he goes oh good that's a sad ending which is like okay yeah that's that is i guess how south korean soap given my limited knowledge now of south korean <laughs> cinema like that is not surprising to learn that everybody they, dies.
1: They don't spare they don't spare you. Oh
0: my god. And the fact that he was like, there's no there's no sad ending. I would want that for them. And I'm like, oh damn. There's no
1: country working in every genre at every level producing content that is at once like high intensity entertaining. And also emotionally devastating. I don't think any country is doing that as consistency yeah. consistently at this point is as South Korea. It doesn't matter if it's a long, slow, like zombie contagion movie like The Wailing, or a high density thrills and entertainment movie like Ashfall the the deftness of the f- the filmmakers it seems like consistently that come out of south korea with genre play mm-hmm. and balancing an impossible amount of tones is it's just it's, it's um, there's there's no peer for yeah. it it's incredible it's it's i mean it, it this is this is
0: absolutely true which is why i did not at all in any way shape or form expect mm-hmm. what happens next which is mm-hmm. that jun Pyong fucking bruce willis is him and he he, he bruce he pulls a bruce willis and he locks himself in in the mine elevator and yep. he's like, you have to go home to your
1: child. I don't. My yeah. child's an orphan now. Take care of her yeah. for me. He's like, I was never. A, I was never a father to her. And he like, and then like, we finally because he'd been shot ages ago at this yeah. point, and we finally cut down to his like hand on his hip, and he's bleeding. He. It's highly possible he wouldn't have made the drive back. Yeah. Um, and he's like, that's it. Like, I just need you to promise me you're going to be a good dad, and I need you to take care of her for me.
0: And then he and. I so the one thing during that whole sequence, because it goes on really long and there was, it goes
1: on a while. (laughs)
0: There was definitely like, I did have a little moment, and this is the only time in the whole movie where I was like, guys, there is a literal ticking clock next to you. Yes, come on. Yeah,
1: right in front of you.
0: We, yeah, like we don't have time for this. Like, I had a little bit of that moment when the two of them were fighting over the like driving the car, and I was like, God, this seems like a bad, like neither of this, this is not going to end well for either of you. But yeah, that was just like, I was like, I was on board with it regardless. This moment yeah. in the elevator shaft, there was a little moment where I was like, okay, but we got to speed up this goodbye. But I also was emotionally devastated because you, at this point, because yeah. they've done such a good job with his character, yeah. with Jun Pyeong's character, <laughs> of being this like, He's an asshole and he sucks, but he's such a likable. Like he's so good. He is. Yeah, and Lee Young Hun is. Yeah,
1: Lee young Hun is just a, is such a good actor. He is playing he, the
0: character that Jason Statham thinks he's playing a lot of the time when he's playing like a rogue bad guy. With he's kind of like. Yeah, I mean, Jason
1: Statham is doing a great job. No, I will not character assassinate. I'm not Jason character Statham. assassinating Jason Statham. I'm just saying that Jason Statham does not
0: achieve this level. I would argue very few (laughs) actors could achieve this level of being like, Uh he is extremely deadly. Uh He is whimsical as fuck. He has a good sense of humor. He is very whimsical. He has a good sense of humor. Um, And like, you can tell that at his core, there is something that motivates him that is good, even if he is a nihilist. And I would argue that Jason Statham, very few actors could pull off um, (laughs) Uh what... Lee Byung-hung pulled off. Um, and which is, you know, obvi- why he is one of the leading actors.
1: Yeah. He's He's doing, I, I mean, and it just, and there, so, and then, like, then we get another, like, we get another, like, maximally uh, disaster. What? well, that's crazy, but okay. Where the way he's going to get, the way he's going to expedite this process, uh, Jun Pyong, is that he's just going to fully like cut the cord on the elevator and let this thing drop down to the bottom and trust that the emergency brakes are going to catch on and slow him down enough before he hits the surface of the mine that it's not going to kill him. And he also like, I think he ties himself to the ceiling of the, the elevator shaft. So he doesn't like totally bounce around too much because he, he's tied himself into it somehow yeah. to like keep himself in place. This thing is screaming down into this mind shaft, and it really does hit the bottom. Again, the uranium detonator stays intact, and he somehow stays intact enough, even though I imagined that probably should have broke every bone in his body. Um, he does stay intact enough to shove the uranium detonator out of the elevator compartment and try and just push it down this path until he hits the specific spot on the mine that he is supposed to be at for this to have the most maximal effect the maximum effect um on the the magma chamber nearby and so as he is shoving this thing down a corridor you are watching you're cutting back and forth to that and um Robert is watching his computer for seismic readings while they're also in a hospital triage unit where In Chang's wife has started to give birth while there is an earthquake happening. And then we are also seeing In Chang is driving his fucked up taxi cab like a bat out of hell, literally out of hell, driving away from the volcano to try and get clear in time for the explosion to go off. It is an outstanding climactic sequence. It is so great. It is it is everything you could want from this movie and more. It is... It really, yeah. It's everything happening all at yeah. once. When they run into the hospital with In Chang's wife, it is It is Robert and the woman from the government who got him to come help in the first place. They run into the hospital. They're like, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. And this woman's like, okay, we're gonna help you, this nurse. They start running her down a corridor. That corridor Just collapses explodes. because of the earthquake. Yes. Yeah, they, they turn around. They start running to another place. Well, then another corridor collapses. And they're like, we gotta get out of here. So then they go outside to probably... The mass unit that they've set up in the parking lot, where they start tending to the birth of the child. Yes, again, an entirely different movie that I would
0: have watched is this yeah. woman trying to give yeah. birth in the apocalypse. It was because she, of course. So th- this happens after. So she gets this like she she is with Robert and um, she and Yu Kyung, who's the government woman, who is mm-hmm. like such a great. She is also like a quietly great character. Where yeah. she, we don't get a ton from her, but every time we get her, there's a little bit of wryness to her and earnestness and that
1: she, I and love. And it's like an espionage at yeah. one point to get Korean government information out of a, a facility that the Americans have secured and are not letting any more of the Korean officials back into. Yeah, so she
0: has her own little mini spy movie briefly. Um, yeah. And then anyway, so she and Robert and, um, and In Chang's wife, Jiung is are at the um, at the school. They're at Robert's old lab. Right, so they, went to the university. they went to the university to get like to be able to to cut into the Amer- to be able to communicate with um, Incheng over the the walkie or whatever. Yeah,
1: they needed access to the yeah. server and the financial so They, they, and need, all the they stuff. need to
0: they need to speak and they use the things. Anyway, yeah, they needed to get into the mainframe. Yes, really, they, they needed to access the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> and so they successfully access the mainframe, and yes. Robert is like trying to give instructions, and and Chiang keeps grabbing the microphone, being like. Where are you? Why are you doing this? You told me it wasn't dangerous, but she's not doing it in like a bad naggy way. She's just clearly distressed, and it's very emotional. Where like Robert is trying to give important information, but she's also like, "No, let me talk to my husband right the
1: fuck yeah, now." Each of the three, each of the three people on that one side keeps stealing the microphone from each other and yelling different things at Inche. Yeah, and he's and he's t- he's with it, and they are just
0: and and inchang Meanwhile, is like also getting very emotional because he thinks he's talking to his wife for the last time, and then they get off the they get off of the mainframe and she's sitting there and they're like are you okay and she's like i just had contractions and i'm like of course you just had contractions yeah. i have no yeah, idea that's where we are right now which like keep in mind they still didn't know the gender of the baby i think she's at 30 weeks they say i think 32 i think oh, it's 32. it was 32 so she yeah. still theoretically got like a month or so of cooking but i also didn't really think going into it she looks pregnant but she doesn't look like i'm about to pop pregnant so there really wasn't know. to any point up until that moment in the movie, a moment where I've been like, she's going to give birth in this movie. I just thought it was like this ongoing difficulty. And
1: then she's like, I'm having a baby. And I'm like, okay, we're in that movie too now. Great. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. It's a pregnancy crisis. It's a nuke heist. It's a volcano it's movie. A it's movie. movie. It's a buddy road movie. It's a buddy road movie. It's a military movie. It's it's every movie. <laughs> I I loved it so much
0: the fact that they managed to mix so many different movies and I would have watched any of them individually, but all together, they were fantastic.
1: Ah. And of course we, of course we see our moment where, uh, um, Jun Pyong has got the, he's got the bomb to where it needs to be. He, he eats the, he eats uh, another handful of the sour candy. He's been munching on the entire movie because he's been in prison for a long time and he hasn't gotten to have candy. So he's really been enjoying these sour candies. Um, and he like, you know, stoically, sits against the bomb as it's about to blow up and then we see and Robert like is seeing he's checking checking the, the seismic activity the The earthquake starts to diffuse um, and it seems like it's worked and they I was wondering if they were just gonna because like the, the, the kind of what we, they fake you out was sort of like the last shot you see is In driving he gets clear of the explosion then we just see like this incredible wide shot of the volcano and I was like I don't want that to be the ending, but that would be a good ending. Yeah. Like, I wondered if they were just going to leave me hanging, but they do do a little kind of like epilogue where we're it's so been, relieved. yeah, it's been some months now and we're in the city, we're back in the the same Korean city again. And um, Robert is, you know, in a very, in a very touching, moment robert has returned and the woman from the government is waiting for him and she's made him a little welcome sign and she's like so how long are you staying this time and he's like oh actually actually i'm gonna live here now like turns out i love this place because like it had made a point of him being like oh i'm not from here i'm not from here and having a very like hands-off relationship, like arm's length relationship with South Korea. And then by the end of the movie, he's like, no, I'm back for the rebuild. Like they wanted me to help and I'm going to stay. I love it here. So he is now, he's now Bong Rae Kang and he has come home. And um, then we, we get to see uh, our lovely family, In Chang and his wife. He's made dinner. They're sitting down at the table, baby's crawling around on the floor and you're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. And then the daughter comes in. Jun Pyeong's daughter is there. She's a little preteen. She's adorable. They're having family banter. And it's a really nice ending. It's a really... Especially because when we first
0: meet his daughter, like we left, uh, she's, she doesn't speak. She's been so traumatized. Yeah, she's too traumatized to talk. Yeah. And like, this is a known thing. Like there's an old, just a random old woman who's like, no, she doesn't speak. We'd I'd be surprised if she did after everything that she's yeah, been through. Yeah. And
1: she's through. like, half the people in this village don't yeah, speak. So and this it's like, child has oh. been like so
0: deeply traumatized through life that apparently she does not speak. And now then we see her and she's like having a sweep and she's wearing the hair barrette. That um here that oh yeah, yeah when she wearing the little hairbret that her dad had given her when he ran, had his little moment with her and so she's wearing he like yeah he like he's in a grocery store one point he sees little barrettes yeah. and he's like oh yeah so he, that when they're right before the bus goes through the through the wall it's yeah. great and so yeah she's wearing the hairbret and she's like being friendly with and she's like talking and teasing and giving Inchang a hard time because the baby says something in the, and Inchang's like he just said dad and every and the mom and is like no he didn't and. She, yeah, she's like he's like, he just said pa. She's yeah. like, nope, he said he ma. He said ma. He said ma. And then and then in, and then Jun Pyong's daughter is like, no, nah, he said ma. And like yeah. she plays a log and then And he's like, All the women in this house are against it's me. It's so cute. It's so it's adorable. It's so pure and they're just so happy and safe and the
1: world is gonna be okay. And yeah, and, and like you hear over the broad the news broadcast like America has committed to aiding with the economic build back of South Korea. You're yeah, damn so, fucking like, right. We should. Yeah, we've swooped in with our money bags, and we're gonna help put the place back together again, just like we promised. Even though we would have done the same thing if we just let everybody die, and then we, because like you know, we'll sign the check. We'll, we're the we're the distant parent who sends you the money on your birthday, and that's it. If you get anything at all, and. um Yeah, it's just a – and it's like a nice – it does like a pullback shot out of their apartment complex and gets wider. And you see like the sweep of the city and you see all these cranes in the distance because the rebuild is happening. And it's just – it's just a really nice ending, especially so when you're worried it's going to end like Pandora. (laughs) Exactly.
0: It was – like I said, this is a movie I will go back and watch again purely so I can watch it with the sense of relief that – <laughs> it is a shockingly low body, even like compared to American Disaster movies. Oh, yeah. A shockingly yeah. low body count.
1: Well, and it's because, like, you know, there's – nobody wants to kill anybody in this movie because it doesn't – there are no North Korean aggressors. Right. It really takes North Korea out of it as – um, uh, like, there's the, like, uh-oh, we're going to break the pact and and we're going to, you know, go over and we're going to cross the DMZ. But there's no, like, North-South tension in this. It pretty much takes the North off the board. Yeah. and becomes south korea in contrast with two outside actors that are like probably the largest geopolitical forces um meddling in their lives that aren't actually part of the korean peninsula in in china and the united states and again putting south korea literally in the middle of them at one point that was a great scene um it really it manages to feel like a really kind it's a very polite kind of disaster movie in that way they they go into they go into north korea with rubber bullets this is supposed to be a non-lethal mission they only use live ammo when they're being fired upon um like the chinese get into a firefight at one point with the americans but like the north our, our south korean heroes at no point are trying to escalate violence Yeah, but, the entire time but there's also nobody
0: and, dying by disaster There's a very, there's a lot of like anonymous death by disaster. Like, there's things are in the same way that in 2012, you just, just the entire cities are leveled.
1: Yeah. It's (laughs) like, oh, everybody in LA is dead. Okay. Yeah. But
0: we're not getting, like, we don't get any of the Delta team where, all of a sudden there's an earthquake and someone gets trapped underneath some rubble and they're like, no, leave yeah. me behind. And you're like, oh no, exactly. he's dead that way. Or someone gets, you know, hit yeah. a lava bomb slices through their chest at the last possible moment. Like there's none of yeah. those sort of death by like anonymous It's not nice. a disaster. It's so- It's really nice. It's so nice. It's such a relief of just like, oh, okay, uh-huh. everyone makes it out except for one guy. And he probably would have been killed by the state anyway. So it's okay. Like he died doing something noble instead of dying in a prison.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what if it was the core, but Delroy Lindo lived? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is like, what if he made? What, what if en- just made it out of that cavern- the, out of that? What, what if the end- entire everybody in? What if everybody in that in that shuttle had made it out? <laughs> yeah.
1: Seriously. And considering how intense everything is and how many action components there are, it's like, you know, you didn't need that. So that's fine. We had enough intensity to deal with. So I I really liked that. Yeah.
0: Now I, again, this is a a go back and rewatch purely so that you can watch it and enjoy it without the lingering
1: fear of everyone I love is going to die. So that brings us, I think I think now that we've worked at a conclusion, I think that should bring us to the what was this movie really about? But first, actually,
0: Jordan, what? I want to really quickly just talk about the volcano for a quick second because oh, okay, yeah, I, like, yeah. I want to read about it. and I just want to share this one thing from that I'm just going to steal straight from Wikipedia. So in nine forty six a okay. d um, which was wow. their the last like large eruption of it, um, just to give you a sense of scale on how widespread that was felt throughout the region. 450 kilometers or 280 miles away, there's a recorded that they heard the explosion.
1: Okay, wow. yeah,
0: it was described as thunders from the heaven drum.
1: Whoa, that is powerful. Yeah,
0: so it was heard um, 280 miles away. Uh, we there is there's recordings of in uh Japan, in Nara, Japan, about 680 mm-hmm. miles or 1,100 kilometers away, and that's mm-hmm. southeast of the mountain that mm-hmm. um they had an they had ash fall. And wow. they could hear um, – and about three months later, there was a report of drum thunders being heard in Kyoto, Japan, which is 620 miles away. Jesus Christ. So that, just to give you a sense of scale of how huge that eruption would have – was going to be in – like that they were trying to stop, That sort of the scale. And again, this is this mythic quality that this it, – it, that there is a – there is recorded legend in the region of these lo- huge eruptions happening – Mm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, that okay. is the threat that they're facing. And so it's kind of like, right, So, okay. I, like, I want to read up just a little bit on it I don't know anything about this because okay. it's not a particularly, vulc- it's not a volcanically active region particularly, but it is this mm-hmm, threat. Mm-hmm. And so it's wild that, yeah, It's uh, when we talk about like the Yellowstone level volcano, this is what we're talking right, about. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. okay, got it. So that's what they were, that's what they're up against. So it is, what's additionally cool about this is the fact that they rooted it in this very cool, very real threat of, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in like,
1: not not recent history. Even better. Even better. So that was just my fun little science fact that I wanted to share. No, no. We need that. We need the science facts. Um, and as we... Before we get to our... What was this movie really about? Uh, we will... Deliver deliver to you a word from our sponsors.
0: I was just about to remind you you're you're on top of it. Oh
1: yeah, yes. Like we would ever forget the sponsor Super Yaki. (laughs) Yeah, we would never forget our friends at Super Yaki because, folks, do you love movies? The good ones, even the bad ones. Everyone told you not to like. It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t- t-shirts advocating for the immediate production of a third national treasure, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms for all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of
0: your favorite directors like Sophia Coppola and Jordan Peele. SuperYaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and to filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at SuperYaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with... Uh, this part always screws me up. <laughs> it's, it's a tongue twister, okay? 100% water-based inks and they ship with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. And as a special gift to you, listeners can save 10% on their order with code SUPERFRIEND, all caps, no spaces, SUPERFRIEND, at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com.
1: Let's watch more movies. Let's watch more movies. Let's get Nora Ephron merch. Let's get Ryan Johnson Absolutely. And I forgot to spell it. It's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com.
0: Superyaki. Get that merch. Roll into 2021 with supporting your favorite artists uh, because, you know, we'll never maybe be able to go back to a theater again. So <laughs> enjoy it from your and, home. Watch more movies from your
1: home. Wear your your super Yaki gear with pride. Absolutely goddamn right. And they're right. The shirts are very soft. They are so soft. Um, so Amanda, what is this movie really about?
0: Oh, okay. So I think this movie is really about um, the dual nature of, I think that this is sort of almost a fight club style uh, where hmm. In Chang and uh, Jun Pyong are kind of, Jun Pyong is almost like his split off super hyper-competent Oh, okay. So like his,
1: his Tyler Durden. He's a, almost kind his
0: hyper-confident Tyler Durden. Yeah. Ah, got Capable it. Okay. of doing all the things, outshining him. I can he see is that. the kind of man that I think In Chang, Chang is afraid that he will never be as a leader. Ah, oh. hmm possible very possible and that through this movie he must become that leader in order to become a and then realize also that the other qualities are what make him a better father Mm -hmm. and so truly i think this is a movie about fatherhood and the fears surrounding fatherhood and the fears surrounding um that men have that they won't be a good enough father or a competent enough father that they won't be at the appointments on time that they will screw up and that even though they love their wife, they won't be there enough for her. And then he realizes that he is enough. He can be there on time. He can get the bomb mm-hmm. to the volcano and get back home in time to make it to the doctor appointment. All these things are important. Sure, he misses the birth of his son. That's okay. He's going to come around this a better dad. And so I think that this is a movie truly about fatherhood. Jordan, what do you mean about you?
1: I think that I think that is um I think that's totally a good read on it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I brought up a couple times in this. I'm gonna go with the the geopolitical angle sure. of and I think I think I think fatherhood is not divorced from this, making having the United States be such a patriarchal force um for, 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 for not good uh in this movie lording over uh South Korea. <clears throat> and like cause when we open with the movie talking about disarmament. Um, obviously that's probably like a, you know, a whole m- multinational thing that has happened, meetings, fucking summits and things like that. But like, it's essentially like Korea has, Korea has addressed Korea's business and they've arrived at a nuclear disarmament treaty. The North and the South have worked this out that they have done it. And then here throughout the course of the movie, you have these outside actors popping up and interfering in Korean business and essentially fucking it up and making it harder for the country to protect itself, for the country to take care of its own interests where it's like if you just stayed the fuck out of you guys had never showed up we wouldn't have so many side missions in here where we have to cater to your issues your problems your needs because we could just address the concerns of a of a now more united Korea than we that we were prior to disarmament a more like promisingly potentially united Korea and it just comes down to that scene for me between where they I mean again an incredible entry into a firefight of a taxi cab that's falling apart with a giant nuclear ordnance hanging out the back and a south korean man a bomb detonator like a crisis diffuser getting out standing in between chinese and american men with guns and saying you just shut the fuck up for a minute like you're both gonna get out of here because i have a bomb and it's going to blow up and i've timed it to go and we are going to handle our shit and you guys need to pack up and go home so i'm gonna go with uh you know I'm gonna go with that read yeah uh which I think this movie manages to lace through in in the most uh entertaining fashion possible it's a really great uh I, I think it really works great as a thrilling metaphor
0: it's I am right there with you I think that that is I think that's absolutely a level to it and it is so fun and they do it so well it's
1: just I I, I love this fucking film <laughs> and you know bringing us into Dreamcasting I can't change it no. Thing. I can't change a thing about this So movie. that's my thing is that one, um, I
0: would not change a single thing about this movie. The cast is fantastic. Um, yeah. Like it's just, everyone's doing a great job and being compelling and wonderful. But beyond that, this, the premise of Dreamcasting really is if we had to remake the movie. And this is one of those situations where it'd be like an American producer come to you and being like, we want to make an asphalt for the U S and I would be like, fuck yeah. you. No, because one, yeah. it won't work. Um, there isn't, the fact that they're going into North Korea, that aspect, of it, yeah. there's no common threat in that same way for the U.S. It's, it's not. not. And then uh, there's just so many different levels of this movie that would not work. Trans- and also, like, I think that they would probably remove a lot of the nuance to it. And it's just yeah. is so fucking good as is, which is why I think that this movie should be receiving a wide release in the U.S., Um it oh yeah! Should, it, this should get a fucking wide release. A studio is is
1: stupid as hell to not snap this up. This we're gonna speak it into existence, Amanda. Twenty twenty one, um, a post vaccine world. We are gonna do disaster diva night at the Alamo yes. in downtown L. A. And we are gonna we are gonna host a screening of Ashfall. I, I absolutely, and then we will take it on the fucking
0: road. You and I, need <laughs> all the Alamo, drive- you the know, what, all the Alamo, not just downtown L.A. I want us to have an Austin screening for disaster. Our Austin disaster we're divas. Gonna put, we're gonna put the thirty-five millimeter in our trunk, and we are taking this on. We the will road. if we need to drive a bus, if we need to commandeer a taxi. Yeah. Jordan and I will be doing our own version of the ass uh,
1: of the Ashfall Road Heist movie. Yeah. We're going to put the film material itself. We're going to put like the jump drives, whatever the fucking digital stuff is. We're going to put it in a shopping cart. We're going to hit you behind a car and we're going to pull it with us around America. Because all the disaster divas should see this movie on a big
0: screen. (laughs) All of America (laughs) should see, like this is when you, you know, we were talking, um, we talked the other day, we had a conversation about like where disaster movies go in 2021 and where, like why we're not seeing big disaster movies the way that we have been. This Mm -hmm. fucking movie, Is the movie we deserve and should be. That's
1: exactly that's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching. I was like, this is what I want modern disaster movies to be in the States. So this is what I want us to do. Yeah, and
0: like to be clear, this movie doesn't reinvent the wheel in any way, shape, or form. It just executes at the highest possible level every aspect of a disaster movie. And this it is stunning to me that this movie has not achieved wide release, and it absolutely should. You guys we would have such a good time. This movie would kill in the US.
1: My my hypothesis was that um, uh, this problem would be resolved by Ma Dong-seok punching the volcano, which did not happen. But, you know, the movie... Still totally worked out. You know, despite it, that. It could have also been just as good. I would
0: have loved to see him <laughs> yeah. again, like maybe the only fantasy casting I would do is if I were remaking this movie, I would then make it like, okay, fine. So instead of doing that, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have the rock and madong siok as a buddy comedy, and in the end, yeah, they are going to both together punch the volcano.
1: Well, and I'm thrilled for American audiences to get more familiar with him via. Uh, he's going to be in the Eternals uh, when that finally comes out from Marvel. Oh, nice. He plays, Gil- plays Gilgamesh. So I'm excited for greater U. Um, S. exposure for for his English. His is like English alt. Like na- stage name is Don Lee. So <laughs> oh my god, I'm just like
0: I don't know anything about the Eternals, but I would assume that if he's playing Gilgamesh, he's literally playing Gilgamesh, which is amazing. Given yeah, no, I his think build yeah. and like the drawings that I have seen of Gilgamesh. I am delighted (laughs) by this. Yes.
1: Yeah. Angelina Jolie and Madang Siak in the same movie. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'm thrilled for you, truly. <laughs> so that brings us. Wow, Amanda, you already telegraphed it. How many towering infernos are you giving to this? Five movie? fucking infernos,
0: man! I am giving it all yeah. the goddamn infernos enthusiastically, without reservation or hesitation.
1: Yeah, it's five infernos, friends. It's five infernos. There's no, there's no, there's no alternate path. It's a five inferno movie. But like a five bagger, it's a five inferno. Yeah, it just, it just is.
0: And if you have any hesitations about watching this movie, if you're like, I don't know. Fuck you! Watch the
1: film. Watch it out. there's even a there's even a there's even a dub there's even a dub treatment. If you rent it on Amazon, you can watch with subtitles or subs or dubs, so you can even not have to watch subtitles if you don't. Yeah,
0: watch and to. I will say watching it without I watched the whole thing with subtitles, and it like I I had to watch uh Wandering Earth. I watched subtitled and then dubbed because there was just too much going on on screen somehow for me to read. <laughs> There's a lot There's going a lot, on in that. Like movie. something about I wasn't able to track as easily. This movie uh-huh. I tracked reading while watching, totally mm-hmm. fine. Um, just fucking do it, guys. Just watch it. Yeah,
1: just, just do it. Just do it. Damn
0: film, it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> so we are we're gonna we're gonna adjust uh budget and star power level for our next week's installment. Yes. So we're, we're gonna. Take it back down to the. Take it back down to the. We're those, giving ourselves
0: uh, bootstrap. Root giving ourselves a breather because we've had the Meg. We've had Ashfall. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We we gotta have. We gotta take a second. We gotta decompress a little. And uh, so we're yeah. going made for TV with Super Cyclone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Tried and true. It involves me. I'm not even going to bother reading the synopsis. I think that we all can just assume it will be about a super cyclone.
1: <laughs> a super cyclone. Probably a
0: meteorologist who needs to learn an important lesson about family. Like, let's just assume that's what it is. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: And the cyclone will be occurring in a city where that does not normally occur. Uh, that is streamable on for free on Tubi. It is streamable elsewhere, <laughs> but like, you know, Tubi's free. Um, yeah. And uh, that will be next week. So I'm looking forward. Yeah, to, I'm looking forward to taking a little break, relaxing myself through the through the <laughs> yeah. through the Christmas holiday. Um, not having the, I, I'm pretty confident with this one that we won't be sitting there going, "Oh my god, I hope no one
1: dies." Yeah, <laughs> it made a different um, emotional response being Elizabeth. Yeah, for sure. So Jordan, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at j o r c r u jorcrew and you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com/crucial where I did just write a tribute to the uh power of the single knockout punch so often delivered by Madon Siak in the uh suspenseful action thrillers that he stars in.
0: All right, that's a great one. Look at that timing. Yeah. Look at that that
1: yeah. perfect synergy there, Jordan. <laughs> and Jordan, do you have another podcast? I do have another podcast. It's called Ots Tyrion, and we talk about the horror movies you watched at sleepovers in the 2000s, and we are having a great time. If you want to learn a lot more about the cultural context of movies like the Hitcher remake from 2007 or the Lindsay Lohan starring vehicle I Know Who Killed Me, we've got that for you. All right.
0: (laughs) And Jason, (laughs) where can we find you? Uh, You
1: can find me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jason
0: Halftones. Uh, you can listen to my podcast, Comic Book Workshop, where I interview cartoonists and comic book creators about the craft of making comics. Um, and check out ThatMightBeCool.com dot for other podcasts.
1: And once again, I hope you guys are hearing the Terminator voice on Jason. Like we Damn are hearing it. the Terminator voice on Jason.
0: <laughs> Jason, it's just, ah, Jason, I I no, it. you have to go back in to have yourself
1: reprogrammed again. Yeah, yeah, you need a, re- you need to update the software. <laughs> the,
0: it's the J, the J, J- one thousand. Um, and and Amanda how about you I am on Twitter always and forever I am Amanda R. Tubbs that's Tubbs with two B's two B's
1: Uh, (laughs) it's great in the cyborg voice
0: (laughs) and uh, that's where you can find me otherwise I'm in my home just in my home. Don't find me in my home. Yeah. Please
1: just follow me on Twitter. Um, yeah, because we are living in the epicenter of the disaster. Literally the global epicenter of the pandemic right now is Los Angeles, California. So that is what we are doing. Yeah, so we're staying the fuck home, as should you. Just stay the yeah. fuck home.
0: Stay the fuck home. And uh, you can find where the podcast. We are disaster underscore pod on Twitter. We're disastergirlspod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us because my dating history is now going to end up sabotaging our reviews on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> the- yeah, yep. so sorry yep. guys, unfortunately, compulsory heteronormatism.
1: oh God
0: unfortunately my 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 almost catastrophic need to be straight is yet again. <laughs> Catastrata. Yet again, ruining our podcast uh, ratings and <laughs> reviews on iTunes. So please, go do me a favor and uh, give us that five star. Talk about us on Twitter. Tell us about tell your friends about it. When you open up yeah. your Christmas presents, go wow, this is amazing. Also, have you listened to Disaster Girls? Yes. Just-
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Have you listened to Disaster Girls?
0: That's the. You know what? We are the gift you should be giving your family and friends this Christmas at a safe distance. Yes, exactly. And uh, we'll see y'all back next week for uh, what is it called? Super t- cyclone. Super cyclone. All right, guys. See you next week. Good Bye. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that might be cool.com. You never know.